0: Senior Life Journeys presents Carol Howell's Let's Talk Dementia, a podcast designed to help caregivers find knowledge, power, hope, and smiles in their dementia caregiving journey. Welcome to Let's Talk Dementia. Here is your host, best-selling author, Carol Howell. Hi, caregivers. I'm Carol Howell, and this is Let's Talk Dementia. Well, in our last episode, I told you that we would talk about Well, being naked. I didn't get into it in that episode, so we're going to cover that today. Well, being naked is something we were experiencing the minute we were born, right? We all came into this world without clothes, and um, somebody hit us on the bottom, and we cried, and life went on. Um, But as we age a little bit, we soon discover that running around naked is just not accepted in polite company. But it does happen with dementia. Dementia. So let's talk about that a little bit and some stories and how you might handle it, what your responses might be. Well, you've got to recall that our folks with advancing dementia um, are losing the ability to know what is appropriate and what's inappropriate. Now that ability is is formed and held right here in the frontal lobe. That is the last part of the brain to develop on a male. On a female it has fully developed somewhere around the age of 18. For a male it's not until the age of 21. Now that would explain why more teenage boys and early 20 year old boys get in trouble than their counterpart females. Um, Why a a 21-year-old or a 20-year-old or a 19-year-old might drive down the main drag at 85 miles an hour, and the female of the same age is going to obey the speed limit. It truly is. This part of their brain is not fully developed for them to say, you know, if I drive 85 miles an hour down that road, I'm one, probably going to get caught by the police, two, I could hurt somebody, and if my daddy finds out, he's going to beat my butt, right? They're going to think that. the female's going to go, well, that would just be dumb because the speed limit is 45. I'm going to do the speed limit. Uh, we always knew that women think better than men, didn't we? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> that's my theory on it. But it is that that part of the brain's not fully developed. So that's also the part of the brain that helps you know um, what is socially acceptable and what is socially unacceptable. Things that you can say to your husband that you would never say to your priest or your rabbi or your preacher, um, jokes that you could tell that maybe, well, you probably shouldn't be telling them anyway, but you would certainly not tell them at Sunday school. That's all right here in the frontal lobe. Told you about frontal temporal lobe dementia. That is the disease that affects the frontal lobe and the temporal lobe. And those folks have very few filters left to know what's appropriate, and inappropriate. But it's because that part of the brain is so drastically affected. Now with Alzheimer's, that part of the brain is affected also. Not as much as with frontal temporal lobe dementia, but still. It is, it is affected. So we lose our filters. I can tell you my sweet mama had a certain word she liked to say a whole lot. And um, she had two of them she liked to say that she would never have said. One of them she would never have said. But she said it, and it, ew, it just landed on me not so well, the one word. I bet you can guess what it is. But that was not mama. Her filter was gone, and she was losing that ability to think that's not a word that we should say. Although when she said it, she would give them every time. I don't know. The woman was funny. Um, But also knowing what to do, not just what to say, but what to do that's appropriate and inappropriate, as in taking all your clothes off and running through the house, right? (laughs) You just don't do that if there's other people in the house. Um, But our folks with dementia might not think, I should put on a robe before I go out, start naked, into the living room where there's company. It makes me think of a story that I've told before, and you'll hear it again here, but um, a friend of ours that his dad had dementia, and um, I don't know what kind, but he had dementia, and he had gotten a shower, and he got out of the shower, and the son said to the dad, or his granddad, whichever, now don't go out till we got all your private parts covered up. And the son went, I don't know, to the closet or something to get a towel. And before he could turn around, dad had walked out and he had covered his privates. So he thought and he said, Paul, I've covered up my privates. And he had laid a washcloth across his chest and the rest of glory just showing, right? (laughs) And there sat Paul's wife and the children and there's granddaddy with everything showing, except for the little bit he had covered with the washcloth where he had covered his, quote, privates on his chest. Yeah, so sometimes figuring out what's appropriate and inappropriate is a problem. But that's why that part of the brain is drastically affected. So think about that. I'm going to tell you another reason folks might take their clothes off. They're itchy. They're uncomfortable. Remember how I've told you the fat pads disappear and they become lessened. The nerve endings are more sensitive because they're more topical. And scratchy clothes just feel really yucky and I just got to get it off. This don't feel good You know how that is. You've thrown away or donated pieces of clothing that were really pretty, but they drove you bonkers crazy when you wore them. And so for our folks with dementia, that is more of a problem. That's why you've got to be aware of soft clothing. Are you putting soft clothing on folks? I know a lady that after lunch in her last probably two months of life, in her memory care community, she would stand up, finish her food, push her chair in, stand up, and just start taking her clothes off starting with her pants and her depends she pulled them all down in one swift movement it was quite amazing how agile she could be at that point and there she would stand and she did it every day i think what was going on with this lady now i don't know was she was full she was tired she was ready for a change so she just did that it was just a reaction to what was going on in herself she didn't do it to draw attention to herself believe me Not this woman. It would never have been the case. Now, she did draw attention to herself. In fact, the other residents would say, Betty's naked again. Betty's naked again. And it got to finally the staff would go, okay, she's about finished. Let's help get her up and get her to her room because if we don't, she's going to start streaking. But why did she do it? Well, she didn't do it to irritate the staff or to draw attention to herself. Her brain was damaged, and it was being drastically damaged day by day. She was in late-stage Alzheimer's. You could not expect her to do what is appropriate or acceptable because that frontal lobe of her brain was so very damaged. I just messed my hair up, pointing to my forehead, didn't I? Um, but anyway, <laughs> backwards here. That was Miss Betty. She she was a trip, and I did love her and, and enjoy being with her, but she would take her clothes off in a minute. So I know a husband and wife who used to sing in assisted living, and um, they sang gospel music. He played the guitar, and she sang, and they were singing the song, um... I saw the light, you know, I saw the light, I saw the light, no more in darkness, but anyway, they were singing that, and um, up comes this man just running through the dining room where they were singing, start naked, not a piece of anything on, and so the man playing the guitar singing, started singing, and I saw the moon too, right, (laughs) because he was being mooned by this guy, I think it's kind of funny, but the guy did not do it for attention. He did not. So getting angry at our folks because they're taking all their clothes off is just not going to do any good. They're not doing it for any reason besides either they can't think it through. Their clothes are uncomfortable. It's just something that's, hey, wonder what would happen if I took that off or if I undone, if I took my pants off, what would happen? They're not thinking it through. So not don't be upset with upset with them. What you say instead is, well, it does look like you just took your panties off. Uh-huh, you're standing here without a shirt on. Maybe we should go find you a shirt. Would you like to have a nap? You just finished lunch. Maybe it's time for a good nap. Let's just go on down to your room and, and let's get you ready and let you take a nap. Maybe they're hungry. Maybe that's why they've done it. Maybe they're that's the only way they can get attention. There's something going on they're not happy about. They take their clothes off. Maybe they're hungry. Maybe they're bored. Maybe they're in pain. Maybe they're thirsty. They are reacting to something. Your reaction needs to be, well, by golly, you got your pants off. Now is there something I can do to make you feel better? Would you like, would you like something to drink? Are you a little bit hungry? Would you like some popcorn? Um, or would you like a nap? These kinds of inquisitive questions that you can ask them to potentially see if they can respond that yeah, I'm thirsty and they may not be able to respond, and if they can't respond, then you still want to kindly take them into the room, get them redressed kindly, and maybe offer them something to drink, see if they drink it. Ask them if they need to go to the bathroom and find out if that's what it was. There's generally something going on that they're responding to, um, and if they're just uncomfortable and they want to take off their clothes, well, they're just uncomfortable and won't take off their clothes, just deal with it. Yeah, get them to the bed, let them lay down, be comfortable. And, you know, we don't have to have clothes on all the time anyway. If we're in the bed and we're comfortable naked, leave them alone. They may have slept naked every night of their life. And here you want to put them to bed with their Depends on and their pajama top on and their pajama bottom on and and socks on. And and if they don't want it, they don't want it. As my dad used to say 100 years from now, nobody's going to know the difference. It's not going to affect life that much. So sometimes we just got to take a chill pill. But we would really appreciate it for those of you who do know better to keep your clothes on in public. Okay. (laughs) You guys have a great day. Blessings and smiles. Let's Talk Dementia would like to thank our sponsors, National Association of Veterans and Families. You can reach them at 800-352-2919 on the internet at www.navf.org. They speak veterans so you don't have to. And you tell them Carol sent you when you call to inquire about benefits for the veteran, the spouse of the veteran, or both. Editor Beth. You can find Ms. Beth Crosby at EditorBeth.com She is amazing at looking at what you've written and making sure it represents you well. Find her at www.EditorBeth.com And HD Imports, located on Flint Street Extension in Rock Hill, South Carolina. That's York County. 803-9850-985 They are there for the the repair and maintenance of your Honda, Hyundai, Toyota, Kia, tell them Carol sent you. Thanks for joining us today for Carol Howell's Let's Talk Dementia. To learn more about dementia, we recommend Carol's best-selling book, also titled Let's Talk Dementia. It's available on Amazon in paperback and Kindle versions. Be sure to like Let's Talk Dementia on Facebook and leave us a kind word of review on iTunes. Remember, knowledge brings power. Power brings hope. Hope brings smiles. And we all need more smiles. Thanks for joining us today, and we'll be right here when you come back to Let's Talk Dementia.